Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We don't need no education. Joining you from the 630 Chet Studios, the city's southeast side, along with Brendan Escott. This is Oilers Now. Another brick in the wall. The number one song to close out the 1970s went number one on this date and carried it through the final few weeks of December into early January. Oilers Now brought to you by Digitex by Alicia Next Office Network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Straight to our top story, six in a row. The Edmonton Oilers beaten uh, in the end handily by Toronto, though it must be stated. Edmonton did have some decent moments. They can't score. They're not stopping pucks, and they're not getting a lot of breaks. And after a uh, 16-5 and start, the Oilers have dropped six straight games. This on the... Uh, Heels of last night finding out that head coach Dave Tippett would not be available uh, due to COVID protocol along with forward Ryan McLeod, the Calgary Flames organization, other 17 members today. They've only got six skaters that haven't tested positive from their team that played on Saturday night. So uh, ongoing storylines throughout the course of the day here on 630 Chat on on Chorus uh, with some government rulings coming down on non-essential travel and those sort of things as we deal with a new variant. Our top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. So it is Edmonton losing last night to Toronto, which never makes it easy. Let's establish that. Um, the building was, uh, you know what? The the Oilers fans hung in there until the game kind of got out of reach. And for whatever reason, the Maple Leafs have played very well in this building. The Oilers have actually had more success. I uh, think back to Connor McDavid walking uh, Morgan Riley uh, back in January of 2020. They got a couple of wins in Toronto last year as well when we played in the All-Canadian Division, the North Division. But uh, it was the Leafs night and maybe it wasn't that much of a surprise really. Lots of challenges. We're going to discuss the challenges and some of the solutions maybe that could come up with the uh, Edmonton Oilers hockey team. Uh, our top story again for legacy, heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling, you need to get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy, heating and cooling. Speaking of legacy, heating and cooling, NHL and John Shannon at 135 today. Political affairs columnist, cult of hockey writer, back in the fold, David Staples after taking a week off due to being on the IR. And former Tampa Bay general manager, the number one pick in the 1983 NHL entry draft, started Octagon's player agency now 
with uh, the NHL Network, Brian Lawton at 12.35 today. Of course, you can reach us at any time on the River Cree Resort Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. The slot machines at the River Cree are now open 24-7. More chances to play, more chances of winning non-stop excitement on the biggest gaming floor in Western Canada. Plus, enjoy daily dining specials at more than their 10 restaurants and bars. For more information, head to rivercreeresort.com. And we're available on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com. Uh, so uh, they're just currently doing shooting drills over at uh, Roger's Place, which uh, perhaps would seem apropos. Um you know, I'm going to bring Brendan Escott in early before we get to the orders now. Audio vault, Brendan. It was a bit of a weird feel in the the building last night, and I, I, I hate to do this, but I'm almost, you know, thinking of going back to the second week of March in 2020, and a sense of I remember the, the night against Winnipeg, and the Oilers played one of the last games played in North American sport that night before we got shut down, and just. You know, the storylines with the Flames down in Calgary, multiple teams, Carolina, Minnesota canceled, Calgary canceled, or, or postponed, I guess we should say. Um, the Olympic stuff, I, I talked to one of the greatest players in the history of the game today, and he's like, you know, they just, you know what to get off or get off the pot here on the Olympics and, and maybe use that window to reorganize the schedule because it's just the way we're headed right now. But you were in the building last night, um, and the fans were great. Uh, you know, jacked and ready to go right at the start and everything. But there was a little bit of a weird feel, wasn't there, Brendan? With respect to COVID? Yes. Asking? Yeah, yeah. Oh, just, just you know, you're sitting there, okay, uh, so it's McLeod and Tippett. Uh, we found out afterwards that Tippett into the full protocol uh, starting today, so he's going to be out a while. Um you're watching what's going on in the other markets, and I don't know about you, man, but I, I'm getting there's a little bit of apprehension out there as to what may transpire uh, carrying forward. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, I completely agree with that, and I think that what really cemented it was, you know, okay, there's one player, but now you've got uh, another head coach here out of the Pacific Division that's also in the protocol, and Calgary's, the numbers out of Calgary are are what's alarming the most. You can see it's sort of been the epicenter. Every team that's either played there or played somebody who played there seems to have a couple of positives, so it's, I think what we're being reminded of is just how quickly it spreads. It's it's remarkable. All right. I know Elliot Friedman, who we have on the show every Friday, did an, uh, an extended uh, 32 thoughts last night that dropped after the game. Uh, and one of the frustrations with uh, the some of the American teams is that Canada less robust in terms of the the private testing companies than the United States is. And, you know, that lends itself to a whole other political conversation is who got the contracts and contract and who knew who uh, to get those sort of contracts and those sort of things because we all know that's kind of how business gets done. Um, but, uh, no, it's, you know, it's just... And then for the Oilers fans out there, the frustration of watching the team drop six games in a row... They played some good teams, and they played against some good goaltenders. But maybe they bluffed their way to a 16-5 and record. Don't necessarily have been as bad as 0-6 over the six-game run. But if you do not score, you won't win games. Some would say they got to suppress more shots and give up less. And others would say they need to cultivate more offensive confidence. It's a 
tricky conversation to have. Let's get into the owners now. Audio Vault for Direct Workwear. Featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices, and customer service that makes you feel like family. Cam Moon on the call last night. It's an all-Canadian matchup as the Edmonton Oilers host the Toronto Maple Leafs. Oilers on the first power play of the night as McDavid weaves his way into the Leaf end. He'll go towards the net. He'll put it on goal. The save made by Campbell. Edmonton penalty number 29. Minor penalty for roughing. Okay. Crowd voices its displeasure and the Leafs will get their second power play of the night. Roll for one with a man advantage. Well, you'll... Solid defensive play by the Leafs. Dermont there. He stood Leon up, and Leon gave him a little bit of a face wash and got called for it. Now an important face-off for the Oilers. 40 seconds left in the period here. Puck goes to Riley, left point. Put it on net. Saved by Koskinen. After that, hit the stick of Nurse. Loose puck scores. Matthews at the side of the net. And he rips it in, and the Leafs, the power play goal, they're up 1-0. That's just how it's been going for Edmonton. They had a real good first period. And the puck went to the wrong guy to Austin Matthews. Pass to the middle to Riley. Hit shot blocked in front of the net. Loose puck. They score. Jammed in right in front of the goal by Wayne Simmons. To the blue line. Lilligren pass across to Brody. Hit shot. Scores. T.J. Brody let it go. Sevier comes in over the line. He can drop it to Cassian. who will put it in front of the net to Sevier. Scores! from a support player, and Sevier's been the best of the Oilers' sport fighters this year. Now in behind the net, Nylander centering pass. It goes to Riley. He scores. Nugent Hopkins clearing attempt kept in. Here's Matthews. He'll shoot. He scores. Austin Matthews walks into the slot and absolutely wires it. Stick side on Koskinen and makes it 5-1 for the Leafs. And there she goes. Six in a row for Edmonton. After a 16-5 and start at one time, the Oilers had the best winning percentage in the NHL. Uh, they're out of the top 10 right now. And uh, the haters have come out. And, and here's the deal for the other players. All they can do is dig in and work their way out of it. you got to ignore the outside noise and just go play and uh, get after it. Team is on the ice right now. Ryan Rashad has just tweeted out a video uh, that looks like the Zabruder film. Uh, of uh, Leon Dreisaitl working on one-timers, and I give Ryan credit if he uh, shot that off of his phone because that is something that I can't do. Uh, we will tell you that uh, McDavid and Dreisaitl are on the ice. There's 21 skaters and three goalies out there right now for the Edmonton Oilers. So there is your update. That's that's actually a pretty good sign, uh, especially in light of the fact that McLeod uh, has the... Uh, is in COVID protocol, and the teams get... Just hear where, how it works. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, all vaccinated players every Monday, Wednesday, Friday uh, get tested, okay? So they get tested three times a week. If there is a player that tests positive, then the players get tested every day over that period. So that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, so there's a lot of tests getting done to say the least. And uh, clearly, I mean, it's unbelievable what's happening in Calgary. That's just, I mean, realistically, are they going to even be able to play the Oilers coming out of Christmas on December 27th? They're not going to be playing before then. They have their whole team out. they got all but six skaters of the 20-man roster that played on Saturday night out right now. Jim Playfair uh, with Dave Tippett, not available. 
uh, Jim Playfair, the Oilers' associate coach, uh, answered the questions last night. He had this to say in the assessment of the loss. Yeah, I think we started really well. I think we had a game plan to be aggressive and go straight ahead, and I thought we did that for the most part in the first period, and it led to some really good chances for us. I think that, uh, you know, as the game went on, I thought we kind of continued that mindset into the second period, and, and uh, you know, obviously coming out of the first with the, with the first goal being scored against us again, that puts you behind the eight ball, and now you're chasing a little bit, and I think we've done that as we all know too often lately, and it starts putting the pressure in your mind, I think, to start uh, pushing the envelope a little bit, putting some chances, pushing some chances, and and, uh, and we get behind. And, and uh, I thought in the third period, we didn't manage the puck the way we were managing the puck in the first two periods, and we kind of ended up scrambling around a little bit and trying to hope to score a goal. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a, we know where we are, and we have, you know, the solution is to work our way out of it. So whether we miss open nets or we miss assignments, the frustration levels can't continue to creep into our game. We've got to find a way to push through that and, and continue to create more scoring chance. And Playfer added some additional thoughts on the drop-off in results recently. You know, it's pretty evident our special teams carried us through a lot of situations that, that, that crept into our game and our 5-on-5 five five play. And, and now the special teams are often and our 5-on-5 isn't sustaining ourselves throughout the 60 minutes. So we obviously have to get back. The work we have to put in is is in continuing to develop our our 5-on-5 play, continue to um, try to push the game and not get frustrated when things don't go our way. I think that's going to become the... the best part that comes out of this situation we're going through right now is we're going to improve areas that we have to improve to be good as we move along. And I, and I think that the, uh, you know, obviously the, the great A's are a big part of it, the, the frustration, pushing through the frustration and recognizing that, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's about finding ways to win games. I mean, we talk about playing well. We talk about, you know, having good stretches and having some great A's, but ultimately it's, it's we got to find two points. And, uh, you know, you talk about jumping ahead in the game. Leon Dreisaitl, the NHL's leading goal scorer, misses a wide-open net. It's about the fourth wide-open net Edmonton's missed on this homestand, and they can ill afford that. They just they, they don't have a lot of offensive confidence. The special teams hasn't been very good, and they've run into a, a series of goaltenders. Last night, Jack Campbell, soup, didn't know, who knew? Shows you how alert I was. Uh, but focused on some other things last night, but Jack Campbell came in and Gave him a, a you know a three star type of start, and uh, the same obviously went with Cam Talbot, who was terrific here of Minnesota. Boston got an excellent start in their game from uh, Linus Allmark. I don't Freddie Anderson wasn't getting beat with Carolina like it, the Oilers knew those were going to be four tough teams, and the goalies played well. And Edmonton doesn't get any freebies. Teams don't look past a team that's got Connor McDavid and Leon Drysaddle. And I say that as somebody who's in year 14 of doing the radio for the team, and I'm going to tell you right now there were times in the 2010s when Edmonton had Taylor Hall and Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Jordan Everly, the teams were completely dismissive of Edmonton when they played them. And sometimes those guys bit those teams hard, like Chicago, uh, during the 11-12 season when Edmonton won 9-2 and uh, 8-4 at home. You know, Chicago was just flat-out dismissive of Edmonton. You do that to McDavid and Drysaddle, and they can get you. And uh, and Toronto's got a – it's got to be stated. Toronto's got a good team. And right now they're a deeper team than Edmonton is at forward. Winners are going to need to uh, 
get creative here. We're going to talk about some of the creative options that might be there. Uh, one guy who is struggling, Kyler Yamamoto. I mean, he's not getting pucks to the net at all. Here's Jim Playfair. Well, it's certainly, you know, we, we expected uh, more from Yamo. I think when we when we all reflect back and remember when Yamo came here, he was a competitive player. He was hard on pucks. He had second, third efforts. He was um, pushing the pace of the game. And I don't think uh, we're seeing that as consistently as we have in the past. So I, I think for Yamo, it's more about, um, you know, I, I know he, you know, he's, he's, he worked lots on his shot this summer. I think it's about now putting himself in more consistent positions to use his shot to hunt down more pucks and and uh and you know there's a handful of guys that we need to to uh to continue to to push to get the tempo of their game pushed up and our game pushed up but certainly yamo um has more to give and we got to find that all right uh warren fogel has not scored now in 20 games he had this to say in breaking out of a tough slump just keep pounding the rock you know keep you know there's no we're not going to quit you know like we got to keep Keep battling every night. Keep playing simple, and you know, keep pounding on that rock. That rock's enough chip, you know. And didn't happen tonight, but you know, we got to keep going. There's, there's no easy way to get out of this, and the only way to, to get out of it is, you know, believe in uh, each other, support each other, and and, and keep pounding away. Uh, there was a jersey thrown on the ice by a dolt last night, and I, 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 I kind of saw it the guy come down and then race up the stairs after uh, copycats eh? fourth Canadian team this year there was one thrown on the ice in Toronto earlier this season as well uh, Colton Sevier had an interesting response I actually didn't see that I mean it's unfortunate obviously fans are frustrated you know, it's not like we're in the room laughing and knocking it up we're, we're, we're frustrated too and you know we're going to get out of it and and then maybe that fan will have to buy a new jersey. <laughs> maybe that fan will have to buy a new jersey. Oh, all right. Uh, <laughs> it just kind of made me chuckle when he said it. Twelve twenty-four in Edmonton. Back with NHL today, and uh, and then a skull testing. Uh, not really trivia contest, but we'll see whether or not you can come up with uh, uh, the answer when we return on orders now. Hi, this is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. All right, quickly into some text. John Texas on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 1226 in Edmonton. Yes, Bob, Toronto is a little bit deeper with all four lines, but the biggest thing they get is amazing saves consistently. That one comes to us from John. Yep. And you can sit there and criticize a decision to re-sign Mike Smith. That's fair game right now, given the position the Oilers are in of late, because I think Miko Koskinen looks quite fatigued. Um, Edmonton has not had their number one goalie, and it has been an issue. And Koskinen was not their number one last year. I was Mike Smith. He had a 9.23 save percentage and was a major reason why the team was 35-19-2. And, and given that they started 3-6, and six, they went 32-13-2. and two. Uh, in their final 47 games. So, and Smith was a big part of it. And it's not an excuse, it's a factor. 
All right, uh, here's Brendan Escott with NHL Today. For friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, company branded apparel, products, and awards all created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. Three games on the schedule tonight, all of them a go. Chicago hosting Washington, Arizona entertains New York, and Anaheim welcomes in Seattle. Philip Broberg and Brendan Perlini both back up with Edmonton right now as uh, Ryan McLeod and Chris Russell will miss a little bit of time here, uh, maybe more time in Russell's case. As we mentioned, Calgary's COVID situation is ballooning to uh, 17 players. Is it 27 total yes. members of the franchise? Yep. That is preposterous, including of course head coach Daryl Sutter. Nashville is without head coach John Hines as well as six players. That's the word out of their camp today. Patrice Bergeron joining Brad Marchand in uh, Boston's protocols. It's bad right across the NHL right now, but Carolina is going to play, um, I believe it's tomorrow night despite having uh, wow. last night's game postponed. Anton Hudobin did clear waivers the other day. He didn't get to mention this. He joined the Stars American League team. Bakersfield Condors will play the Heat in Stockton tonight, and the Oil Kings are wrapping up this road trip in Calgary against the Hitmen. Down eight players, four at the World Juniors. All right. So, uh, you know, I, I will say this about Edmonton. Need more saves? Yes. Need to have way better special teams? Yes. Can't pass the puck in the net. Need to get grease here in front? Absolutely. But, uh, you know, as a broadcaster or as a fan, you can sit there and uh, you might take the course of action where, you know, right now you're hating on the team. That kind of comes with the territory. But I think most of you are smart enough to understand that the players can't do that. The players have got to come up with the solution internally. they got to stick with it. They can't turn on one another in these situations. And that's just the reality of the situation. Like, if I read every text that came in uh, today, and some of the people aren't Oilers fans, that are, uh, you know, brutal in their assessment uh, to the point of being, frankly, offensive, um, some of you would shake your head. Others would you say, ah, it's completely justified. They're all a bunch of losers. That's some of the texts that we're getting in. It's funny how we weren't getting those texts when the team was 16-5. It comes with the territory. I get it. So, skill testing, uh, well, we'll see, you know. There is something in common that Tampa Bay and St. Louis and Pittsburgh all had. And it had to do with the third line center. I'll leave you with that. Off to a global news weather traffic update uh, with Kevin Robertson back with Brian Lawton. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.